0: what's up everybody this is Julie with another episode of my favorite episode of today I have Allie on the show um, and we are going to be talking about Parks and Rec's season three episode 13 the fight Mm -hmm. so
1: thank you Allie
0: for coming on thank
1: you for having me this is my first podcasting experience very excited (gasps) about it so
0: (laughs) exciting are you nervous at all I'm a little nervous yeah. yeah I
1: used to perform so I feel like the microphone is fine but like I've never like spoken I was saying so like this is different
0: I know. oh you say uh, yeah wow <laughs> we might have to have her sing something oh god
1: it's too early guys
0: <laughs> we can do a duet or something at the end <laughs> Allie does not have her own podcast. We were just chatting it up. Mm -hmm. But what Allie does is um, she is a wedding planner. That's right. And that's really exciting for someone like me who is engaged and is planning a wedding. It's Um, fun, but it also sucks. Yeah, it's
1: It's really tough. (laughs) It's
0: probably amazing to actually have a wedding planner. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about that?
1: For sure. Yeah. So I've been um, doing wedding planning for five years now. Uh, The company started in New York. So I lived there for a while and worked. And it's called Polkadot Events um and we focus mostly on month of coordination so we've like gotten the operations and logistics down of like okay you guys book your own vendors we're going to come in at the end and make sure everything's perfect and then run the day for you so we also do full planning and everything but our month of is really like where where we thrive and we have a bunch of girls who run weddings too and it's it's really cool
0: awesome awesome love it so if you are listening and you are engaged um, or hoping that you get engaged <laughs> soon, like I was, uh, reach out to Allie. What was the company name again? dot Events. dot Events. Yeah. Check it out, everybody. So into the episode, I have never watched the show Parks and Recs, which is very odd because I'm a huge Office fan. Some people say that you like both. I think I heard before that some people like The Office and some mm-hmm. people don't like Parks and Recs. When I was watching this specific episode, I was picking up on a lot of the office vibes, yeah, it's very so it kind of surprises filmed. me that some people don't like it. I think people one like, other.
1: that love The Office. They're like, "This was the original. This is it. There right. is no other show like this." I personally love both, yeah. so I don't have a problem with it at all. But I think a lot of like real diehard Office fans are like, "How dare you even try?" Yeah, right, you know, exactly. or like it's too similar, and I'm not into watching another show that's too similar because they both have the vibes of like the boss that's like quirky and a little weird. Uh, Parks and Rec is just much less like like cringy, awkward like the office that's how I felt all the time with Michael Scott you were like oh god why are you doing that and with Parks and Rec it's more like she's cute and funny and like Amy Fuller's just wonderful
0: I know those stands as they call them in 2019 (laughs) which (laughs) I just kids call them which I just found out what that means and it's like when you're like a diehard fan of something Mm -hmm. but it came from the Eminem song Stan which I think yeah so I think that's really funny (laughs) because it's so true with like anything even like with like certain shows like people get so angry yes. if you don't have the same opinion of them yes like those taylor swift fucking fans <laughs> <laughs> Stands of taylor swift
1: oh they're nuts
0: they are crazy
1: yeah, yeah and i
0: will not say my opinion of her but producer matt knows and i'm just i'm not letting the stands come to me so we're gonna move on into the episode. well i would just
1: like to point out for anyone who doesn't know taylor swift is from bluebell pennsylvania so the fact that everybody who's like she's a country star it's like i'm sorry what <laughs> i know no
0: no 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 i am also a country star from pennsylvania <laughs> So let's get into the episode. Why is uh, Parks and Rec your favorite show? OK, that's you have a, a great little summary question. About yes. The show.
1: So uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Parks and Rec is about employees in Pawnee, which is a, a it's a real city in other places, but it's a fake city in Indiana. So they made it up. But it's basically just like small town, Midwest, bureaucratic, like they're working in the Parks and Recreation Department. So trying to get anything done, even in a small town with small, smaller government, like the whole point is that you can't get anything done the whole first season. She's just trying to get a park built and they cannot do it. And you think it's like something so simple, but it just it's not how government works and so that's kind of how the show starts and then it really just goes into the depth of friendships between these people and the relationships and how that affects all of their lives (laughs) and uh and that's just really I think what makes people love it so much because even people who are like on the coasts and we don't really know midwestern life we relate so much to those friendships and everything and so besides the fact that it's absolutely hilarious like I just love any show that really like looks at characters and watches characters grow and it, it did a really great job of like growing without trying to change people too much. I feel like when some shows get into like five or six seasons, they're like, okay, we have to continue to be funny. So this character kind of has to change or like they just did a really good job of here's how people grow in their lives and people move and people leave and then they come back and it's just, it's a really, really good job of that like arc of all the characters.
0: Yeah, definitely. And why is this specific episode your favorite episode?
1: Well, I mean, you've watched it. So (laughs) it's like every moment there is something else to laugh at. And I just, it's the introduction of Janet Snakehole It's a fight between Leslie and Anne, which you never see. And it's just like this beautiful woman friendship that like I feel like doesn't get written well on TV ever. It's like people who are like friends as women are always like perfectly friends on TV or they like fight all the time or it's like this weird, like kind of misogynistic look at it. And Leslie and Anne are just perfect. Like they have this fight, then they apologize. And it's just like this beautiful look at these two women. And I really appreciate that. But more importantly, it's the snake juice episode (laughs) where everybody gets wasted and it's the funniest thing anyone has ever seen and just like Ron being wasted and everyone... Be- I'm sure we'll get into the that montage, which is the greatest thing that's ever happened on TV. Um, that's really why, that, yeah, that this, drunken this scene. Yeah, this
0: episode was pretty hilarious. And you just get like kind of a feel from someone that hasn't ever seen the show of, like, what each person is kind of all about. And, like, their different, like, personalities. So um, definitely had me laughing the whole time, which is always a positive thing when you're into the show that you're watching. Um, And it kind of made me definitely want to start watching it. It's been on my list of shows to watch for a very long time. Um, That must happen
1: all the time (laughs) with this podcast. You're (laughs) like, well, now I need to watch this. And where? when am I going to find time? Exactly,
0: because (laughs) before even this podcast... I had a list of shows that I wanted to watch, yeah, um, and stuff just sits like you never have time, I feel like, especially as an adult to mm-hmm. sit down and just like binge stuff, yeah, um, like you did when you were in college, exactly. and you had like a job at a restaurant it was just a lot easier <laughs> to do stuff like that was this show recorded the same time as the office or was it after
1: it started I believe and Matt you might know better than me on the years but I believe it started during the office okay. like nearing the end of the office time okay because yeah. so
0: Anne is Karen on the office yes yeah, yeah yeah so this was after that okay yeah so Karen leaves to join Parks and Rec to become Anne mm-hmm. that's,
1: <laughs> that's basically what happened yeah
0: yeah <laughs> so yeah that was one of my questions for you or were, were they airing around the the same time, Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess that makes sense of why she leaves the office. So
1: I think, so Rashida Jones is Quincy Jones's daughter. So she has like this other crazy career. Like she's done backup vocals for a lot of like really great um, musicians. I think she was in a Michael Jackson video a long oh, time ago. Wow. Like she's got this crazy other life. And I was actually listening to, um, another podcast. There's a new one with Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman called in bed with Nick and Megan. And, uh, and they were talking with Retta who plays Donna. And so they were just chatting about the show and parks and rec and how it changed all of their lives, which is another reason I love the show so much. They also, have a group chat like all of the cast are like best friends and you like you can hear about it as you know a lay person um like they're just their friendship but they were chatting about how Rashida Jones would just be off on like press things all the time while filming so I think in between the office and Parks and Rec she probably had other stuff that she was doing yeah
0: producer Matt just passed information along that it debuted during the season five of the office yeah so uh that kind of makes sense yeah when the office started (laughs) you're
1: gonna make people angry
0: (laughs) although no the office is one of my favorite shows honestly i just think that i I feel feel like a lot of people agree with it It started out like really really strong and then when michael leaves it's kind of tough to get through but i still watched it i still loved it still supported jim and pam to the end and i cried at the series finale yeah we're not talking about the i think a lot of people (laughs) did yeah (laughs) so i watched the episode you watched the episode, mm-hmm. producer Matt watched the episode. But we can't guarantee
1: that all of our listeners watch right. the episode. So yes. can
0: you give a quick summary of what the episode is about? Yes. Just so everyone can kind of um, get an idea of what we're talking about before we jump in.
1: Yeah. So the main thing that people remember this episode for is Tom Haverford, who is Aziz Ansari. He has this, he has like steak in a club um, and he invents this liquor snake juice and he wants to get everybody to come to his party and buy snake juice so that he actually like makes money. And so the manager of the bar doesn't like flip out at him basically. So he tries to get all of the employees to come. And so he has this moment with them in the office where he's like training them, on how to talk about snake juice. And it's you know he'd say it's, it's uh, I forget the words he says I should have written this down. I did not. Um but he's like trying to get them to talk it up and make, make it make it sell and Ron Swanson is like I only have given my endorsement to three products ever. I might have written these down. It was hysterical. It's like army knives is basically Ron Swanson's yeah. like what he will endorse, <laughs> right? And uh oh it was mustache trimmers. It was army grade mustache clipper. It's it's incredible. But anyway, so he he's like I'm not doing this. Like I'm going to go, but I won't talk it up. I'm not not going to drink it or whatever um and so all of them show up at the club and start drinking snake juice and of course it gets all of them completely wasted and Anne and leslie have a fight and uh and april and andy do role play and burt macklin comes in i think for the second or third time and then janet snakehole is really introduced i did some research so janet snakehole's name comes up in an earlier episode but this was like her first outing and her her outfit that is now iconic and i wore it for halloween last year oh that's uh- amazing <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, and so they all, like, they're doing their role play and getting really drunk. And then Leslie and Ann are fighting. And Ron, like, tries it and then decides, like, oh, my God, it is amazing. And so he gets wasted as well. And everybody is wasted except for Donna. And she drives them all home. And, and so that's the main thing people remember the episode for is, like, all of the, the drunken shenanigans at, at the club.
0: Yeah, the snake juice kind of reminded me of, um, like, how Jungle Juice is at a yeah. party, right? Yeah. So, like, in college, I feel like anyone who partied in college or high school – sadly to admit that I definitely drank it in high school it's probably really dangerous but similar to jungle juice where it's like all this alcohol mixed together but then so much of like a sugary juice that you can't even taste the alcohol in it um and it just goes down really easy and then next thing you know you're absolutely bombed yeah
1: I think it also reminded me kind of like a four loco like when that (laughs) was
0: The four loco days. Those were
1: those nights like when everybody was just like it was the the caffeine that they had in it plus all the alcohol, everybody was a mess. I should so. have been
0: sponsored by Four Loco, I think. <laughs> I was like the number one Four Loco really? supporter, yes. <laughs> that because when I was in high school and college I didn't well, I was actually more high school because then they got like banned yeah. and they remade mm-hmm. them. But uh, I wasn't a beer drinker, and I think that's because you know, when you're in high school you can only afford like Natty Light, which yeah. who enjoys drinking that? Uh <laughs> I drank it but it's right. not right didn't we all yeah, yeah it's exactly not... <laughs> so um yeah I always would get a can of Four loco
1: and that's all I needed yeah to get... well, I <laughs> mean I, I don't know that, that I ever got through more than half of one I without know. like blacking out yeah. sorry mom I'm um, like yeah. no <laughs> it was bad I know it's true
0: I chugged one before a John Mayer concert and uh, <laughs> it was not pretty <laughs> I threw up everywhere And peed myself. Anyways, that sounds like a Four loco night. I'm fun. Moving on. (laughs) So we kind of talked about this before we started recording, but I was a huge fan of Tommy's speech about being dunzo and uh, the definition of the word. So producer Matt, can you play the clip? Meeting in one hour. If you don't make it, you're on my dunzo list. Oh, what's a dunzo list? It means you and I are dunzo. Hanging out, getting food together. Dunzo. You want to come over to my house and play video games? Dunzo. Hey, Tom, you want to come play putt putt with me? No. We're Dunzo. Hey, we got to make that meeting. Uh, amazing. I mean, that's like me. Like <laughs> it's like I I would say something like that and then explain to someone what it means so they understand how serious I am about it yes and I would give that speech I actually kind of want to memorize it myself and say it whenever I want someone to know how serious I am about us being done
1: yeah and I think the best part of that too is like Andy right after going babe
0: we have to go to that
1: meeting (laughs) like he's like terrified right (laughs) exactly
0: who would want to be on that I'm telling you (laughs) And um, I also loved when they're reading through the script that Tommy wrote yes. about the product mm-hmm. and he's like giving everyone names like, yes. you're this person, beer drinker one. Yeah. And then I forget the guy's name that he gets to, but he keeps his name the same. Yes, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Jer- yeah, Jerry, you're Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Ron Swan- Swanson, Swanson. Swanson yeah. Yeah. is reading the script. <laughs> and The one part I wrote it down was like, he's like, reading like a robot and he's like I want this night to get crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Tom is like crazy. <laughs> it's
0: amazing. It's yeah. it's good stuff. We get to a scene where it is um Leslie and Ben. Ben. Yes. And they're in Ro- uh they're in Rob Lowe's office. Mm-hmm. Who is Rob Lowe compared to cuz like in my head I think and I could be way off but mm-hmm. just from like being an outsider and not really watching the show, but seeing stuff about it. I always mm-hmm. took Ron as, like, the Michael Scott, like, the main boss. Okay. And then I didn't know who. <laughs> right. Like, I was like, he so, kind of looks like
1: a boss. So, yeah, I so don't know. Yeah, so he's, like, the city manager at this point, I believe, or something like that. So, he's above everybody else. Okay. So, he's, like, all of their bosses. And this is the only thing, after watching it so many times, because I've, I've tried to show so many of my friends this show that I've seen, like, this season, especially, like, a ton I, I don't really understand why Leslie is involved in any of this because yes. so like Roblo was like in charge and then Ben is basically his like accounting arm at this point in the show they kind of like you know move around and get promotions or whatever later but at this point Ben is the one to go in and say like you need to save money as a department like here's where we're going to cut or whatever so it makes sense that the two of them and this is another subplot for anyone who hasn't seen it that is amazing uh, the director of public relations for the health department puts up signs all over town about his wife who cheated on him and got close chlamydia which is hysterical and so they're trying to find a new uh, public relations director for the health department so Leslie of course is like oh Ann should do it because Anne is a nurse and she's looking for a way to like get out of the hospital I guess or maybe Leslie just thinks that she is and uh, and so anyway so Leslie and Ben are looking for a new PR director but it makes no sense to me that Leslie as like the parks and <laughs> recreation person is involved in this huh. it's you know it's great for plot but it really makes That's no makes sense, sense otherwise yeah. I know
0: I loved the like ad that Ravlo's reading about yes. about uh Jan 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 yes and her
1: chlamydia yeah him reading that it's, it's he's got hilarious. like a bunch of different ones and there's like Jan is the worst yeah. all 100% of Jans have chlamydia is, yeah that was the one <laughs> that like I love 100% and then of Jans the last have one, chlamydia the last one when he's like I'm so sorry Jan I know I am not blameless in this <laughs> please come back like it's just- It's so good. It's so good.
0: (laughs) I think just from me watching this episode, Tommy is like automatically my favorite character. Okay. Like, I think he's hilarious. And I think it's because like, I feel like I can almost like relate to him. You're an entrepreneur in that way. No, like, <laughs> just
1: like the, stu- the stupidness of
0: him <laughs> is just like, I felt it. I felt it on like a spiritual basis. Yeah. yeah. So Tommy was easily my favorite character. Okay. Um, which is Aziz. Mm-hmm. What's, I'm Asari. sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, for those of you who don't know who Tommy is, the way we're talking about it, I'm really bad at actors names, obviously. So I tried to <laughs> not get into that. Um, but yeah, I thought he was hilarious. Who is your favorite
1: character? That's i mean it's one of, it's funny that you say that because this episode is also not the introduction of but one of the best in my opinion episodes of John Ralphio who is like just it, he is so funny. And every time he comes on the screen, I, I just die. And I think that his character, not that it's my favorite on the show, but I think that he's his appearances are just the best. So like in this episode, he's coming in and like making up rhymes about people's names and then adding a random word at the end. I'm trying to see if I can remember one for you guys. But it's like, so Ron Swanson comes up and he's like, yo, can I make up a rap about your name? And he's like, okay. And he's like, R to the O to the N and then Swanson's got swagger like the Big Ben clock. <laughs> and Tom is like, just stop. Stop. just yeah. stop at big ben he's like i know i know what i have to do i know
0: <laughs> i Man. know i actually put down on a note that i put guy hitting on leslie at the yes, bar yeah, obnoxiously hilarious
1: it's so funny he's he's great and then the, i also wrote in my notes uh when he says this sniz is straight up delicious because <laughs> like it's like what like what it's perfect yeah. he's perfect
0: he's just like super obnoxious but yeah. in uh like very hilarious way. So it's not like when he's on, you're like, oh god, this guy. Right. again Like he's. I hilarious. think some people
1: are like that. I disagree mm. with them yeah, wholeheartedly, I d- I but I, yes. I have heard some people are like, oh, John Ralphio but he's great. And then later they introduce his sister, who's Jenny Slate. It's wonderful. So that's just yeah. yeah, the Saperstein family is incredible.
0: Yeah, I, th- I loved him. I, <laughs> yeah, that was, that's actually funny that you got into that because that was one of my notes too. Yeah, was like, he just, was just hilarious. I literally
1: have it in all caps, like John Ralphio <laughs> I had a, another because I, of course, have this literally as my favorite show I've brought into all aspects of my life. I had a birthday party a few years ago where I made like a bar scavenger hunt for my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's and amazing. one of the things we had to do, we were in teams, and at one of the bars we went to, we all had to speak only in John Ralphio quotes. And now I know that my friends don't know this show like I do. So I then printed up a full page of acceptable like John Ralphio oh, quotes so that you could good. say at the bar. But of course, the only things you can order were like Crown Royal, like because that's all he drinks. Right. right. And nobody Ooh. knows what's next juices so it was like anybody who wanted a drink at the bar would have to either just like point or say Oof. like yeah it was uh it that's was, hilarious so yeah. that
0: sounds like a good time
1: it was it was really fun
0: that's really fun i need to do something like that <laughs> i don't know what show i would pick though producer matt said the office obviously for those of you who didn't hear he always says before episodes that he's not going to talk and then he talks <laughs> <laughs> he loves the spotlight <laughs> another really funny part in my opinion is when i forget who says it it might be Donna, mm-hmm. but someone makes a comment about how everyone's wasted yeah. and then they each get interviewed when yes. they're wasted yeah. and they're all just saying like the craziest stuff ever mm-hmm. and it's like cracking me up and then Anne's like, this bitch over here and the
1: girl's like just <laughs> looking <laughs> yes, at, at the her <laughs> and she's just like, what?
0: They've had what zero they interaction go? the entire night. Yes. And it's just, it's so good. It's
1: one of those moments where, like, it, it's so stupid, but it also, again, you just get this, like, glimpse into all of their characters that you don't see otherwise, mm-hmm. which, of course, is what happens when we all get drunk anyway. We, like, you know, your true selves are pretty much revealed. But, like, you get to see Andy singing, which is one of my favorite, like, random plot points throughout this show. He has a band, and, and but he's like, he Chris Pratt has this really great voice for, like, weird rock. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds like he should be in Creed or Nickelback or something like that. I was just going to say, like when he
0: first started singing, I thought he was, like, Pretending to be the singer yeah. from Creed, but that's like... what
1: he does, and so in his band too, throughout the show, he has like these songs, yeah. and uh, and so he always he, that's how he sings, and he's very good at it. And it's yeah, hysterical. no, he was,
0: he was really good. Yeah,
1: and then really April um is only speaking in Spanish, which of course Aubrey Plaza is is, is I believe half Hispanic or something yeah. like that, so she speaks Spanish, but you don't think of April Ludgate like that, and then all of a sudden she's there, and you're just like, oh, okay, maybe yeah. in the show there's also she's some going Spanish off in there. Spanish, no one knows yeah. what she's saying, and then Leslie comes in and. And she's like, and I didn't even say one thing. And we didn't even say one thing. And it's like, okay, yeah, she's fighting. And then Tom comes in too and he's like, I just when I walk into a room, it's I'm like an elephant. I'm just there. <laughs> And then Ben goes Papa booey which I still don't get, and I probably should have googled because I'm sure yeah. that's a reference to something else, but I don't know.
0: I know. And he said that I was like, I don't, I oh. don't. Producer Matt knows.
1: Apparently, a Howard Stern thing, and it was big in the '90s. And Ben's character is very into the '90s, which we see a lot later as he like wears t-shirts with like letters to Cleo or things like that. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, so that makes sense that he would uh, drunkenly quote a Howard Stern meme i guess well we solved that mystery
0: because when he said that i was like oh i don't know what that yeah. means but...
1: <laughs> it was funny i just didn't yeah. get it <laughs> no
0: well, i thought it was like something from the show that mm-hmm. like i just didn't get because i don't watch the show yeah but it did make me feel good that you didn't get it either yeah. so no idea <laughs> and we again i've seen page. it like
1: 12 times and i've never thought to look it up right. i was just like yeah all right this is a thing that i don't get so
0: flash forward they're all back the next day at work mm-hmm. everyone is like deathly hung over um Leslie's, like, laying on her floor under mm-hmm. her desk Um, when Ben, you said his name was, walks yeah, in. Yeah. Ron comes in with a bunch of cheeseburgers for everyone. And Ron she's... is fine. Yeah, Ron, Ron was also yeah. wasted. And we didn't even
1: mention fine. him dancing with the Janet oh, Snacles yes. hat, which is the best part of that montage. <laughs> just like, just, Ron, you never see him happy. Yeah. And he's all of a sudden dancing with, like, a sparkly hat. Oh, it was amazing. It yeah. <laughs> was good. But, but um, yes, yes, he's fine the next morning, because yeah, so he apparently he knows how to take care yeah, of himself. He, so he's
0: totally fine the next morning. Everyone's dying. He puts cheeseburgers on the table. And mm-hmm. no nobody bites. See, if that was me and I was waste, uh, like hungover, and someone put a cheeseburger in front of me, I would tear that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Like every time I, I'm i really hungover, I go to like McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, something to just suck that yeah. shit
1: up. And he explains it. He's like the protein helps and the grease helps in a way that I'm like, I, I don't know if this is real, but, yeah, but I'm going to tell it myself is. <laughs> it is.
0: Yeah. So Yeah, everyone's dying. Yeah. Leslie is still very upset about her fight with Anne. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: So because Ben obviously loves Leslie, you can kind of see that a
1: little bit in this episode. Yeah, Spoiler Um, alert, but they're not together yet at this point in the show. I, I assume everybody knows at this point that they get together. It's a whole thing throughout. But it's yeah, I assumed. Is, I didn't know, is, but I yeah. assumed. So. This is the beginning of that. Like that's and that's another thing with this show that's so wonderful is that they actually have this really healthy relationship, which again, you don't see on TV because when producers are trying to get things to like keep getting ratings, they like have fights or they break up or whatever. These two, they take a while to get together, but once they are, it's like just this actually healthy relationship, which is wonderful. But this is the beginning of that where they're not really allowed to be together because he's technically her boss.
0: Got it. Yeah.
1: Got it. But they clearly like each other and are flirting and it's very cute. So
0: they're clearly like super into each other. He Mm -hmm. sees how upset that. Leslie is so he goes over to Ann's house yeah now this scene like cracked me up so (laughs) she answers the door and she's looking wrecked and she's in like a snow suit outfit and he's like why are you in a snowsuit outfit and she's like I got home last night and thought I might go sledding and then like it flashes forward outside and it's like a beautiful 80 degree (laughs)
1: yeah like the grass is like super green (laughs) and he
0: like looks outside and then just like looks back (laughs) inside at her I love that part I was cracking up um, but basically, you know, he chats with her and he expresses how upset Leslie is. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, like, I can't believe the way I was to her. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of guilt going on. Um, so then it gets to the part where they're interviewing. Yeah. Now I was a manager at one point, um, hated interviewing, hated mm-hmm. just hated the whole thing. Was not into the manager life. <laughs> I did not like it at all. But the one thing that I like felt that and actually never happened to me, but if it did, is interviewing hungover, mm. like deathly hungover. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a terrible yes. time. Yes. So they're interviewing for this role. They're like dying, but they're <laughs> holding it together. The interviews are probably horrible on their end of yeah. like stuff that they were asking. Anne comes in, saves you know the day almost. I guess we could say yeah. Um, because Leslie didn't think that she wanted the job or that she was going to show up, right. so she shows up. They become friends again. Yeah. And all is good in Leslie and Ann's relationship.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny with two things on this that I just realized this last time watching the episode. Number one, they said her interview was at 9 a.m., right? And so when... Did Leslie and Ben get into this office that he had time between then to go to her house, convince her to come, and then be there by True. nine for this interview? Unless like, did they get late. into work at six a.m. or about yeah, maybe. or was she late? But then, like, Leslie still seemed surprised. She was like, "You came," so like, I, I I'm under the impression that she came on time. I yeah. have no idea. I just thought that was hysterical. and I was thinking about this. I was like, "Wait a minute, is this like yeah?" I mean, I guess we can seven? either yeah,
0: I guess we can either assume that they get to work at like seven, oh. which is not unrealistic. Some people do. I. Guess get to work at seven thirty. Wow. So yeah so maybe the office was open at 7 or maybe. I mean again Anne was looking pretty wrecked right when he came over so I could also assume that she was late and they yeah. were wrapping up interviews and she was the last one to walk in.
1: Yes that's definitely so possible. So I guess you know
0: or yeah. Parks and Rec really didn't think about it, and right, they might not. I mean,
1: that's a very like minute thing to be like, okay, let's. How long does it take to drive from City Hall to Ann's house, exactly. and like, yeah, and chat with exactly. her there? Yeah, no, I just uh, it was just one of those things I noticed, like, oh God, especially I mean, more after a night of drinking. Like, no wonder they're all yes. so hungover if they have to get to work at seven a.m. Exactly.
0: Oh. Brutal. I mean, at that point, you're probably still drunk, if we're being honest. Yeah. So we started a new segment on the show of um, when I watch a show where the show is no longer airing. Mm -hmm. We like to talk about where the cast is now. Mm. So I found this article. Yeah. I used to take notes and write them down, but then I was like, why would I do that when I have my phone and I can just read directly (laughs) off the article? So it's kind of a lazy thing, but oh well. So Leslie is played by Amy Poehler. Mm -hmm. Um, Amy's still out there thriving. Yeah, I mean it's not like anyone's wondering where Amy is, okay? No. But just for you know shits and giggles, I guess we can talk about that she was the voice of Joy and mm-hmm. in Inside Out. That's right. Which great movie? It's beautiful. Great movie. Um, she is one of the creators of the Netflix 2019 series Russian Doll.
1: Yes, yes she is. Yeah, with Natasha Leone, another incredible series. Yeah. So I've never heard of that. Oh it's is it good. Amazing. Yeah. It's really cool because it's uh it's kind of like weird fantasy ish, but like very much it based in real life. And like, it's also kind of based on video games. So for anybody who loves video games, it's a really cool show to watch. I am not a video game person, but the idea is that she keeps dying and coming back to life. Okay, And so like, it's kind of like a video game and that you get to start from that same point. Um, and she has to figure out why this is happening and how to stop it. But it's incredible. She's an incredible actress. Amy is clearly a great producer. Like it's uh, yeah. uh, uh, I highly recommend that show, okay. too. <laughs> okay,
0: good to know. So Ron, played by Nick Offerman. Yep. It says, Nick didn't have to change much about himself to portray Ron, no. seeing as his love of carpentry was mm-hmm. more about him and less about his character. Since the show ended, he appeared in more than a dozen films and stars in Three Below and Making It, which he co-hosts yes, with, with Amy, Amy Poehler. So yeah. they're still tight, yeah. which I love to see. Like, The Office also, like, how you were saying, they're all in a group chat together. The Office, they all um, play fantasy football together. I didn't know that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and, like, the actor that plays Dwight, why can't I think of his name? Ray Wilson. Mm -hmm. His team, um, it was called, like, Love Ertz (laughs) last year. (laughs) And I don't know, if Matt, if you get that, but Ertz is a football player on the Eagles. You get it? (laughs) He gave me a thumbs up. He gets it. So you just got to check, you know, sometimes you just whatever Chris Pratt is still you know again like Amy thriving tragedy of him getting divorced yeah but he's remarried now yeah I know it's
1: bullshit well okay I mean I agree but also here's the thing with Chris Pratt I think he's phenomenal I think he was great in everything he did and like it's great that Parks and Rec kind of I think helped boost that career like Jurassic Park like oh my god but he's so religious Mm-hmm. And I just find that, like, for somebody who's so good at comedy, I-, I know that they don't necessarily, like, you know, fight. But I feel like, I don't know, it just seems odd to me. Like, yeah. I feel like people who are really super religious maybe, like, can't be that funny because they're worried about it being wrong in some way. I don't know. I just, like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, th- it's amazing to me that he's got this, like, dual side to his personality. Yeah, and he
0: was married to Anna um, Ferris, Ferris yeah. 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 And I actually love them together. I think that's yeah. why I think it's And they have a that kid that's so cute. I know. So I, I mean... Go for you, Chris. You got remarried, whatever. I just was really into yeah.
1: your first marriage.
0: So I'm <laughs> sorry. But so
1: Chris Pratt, um, we're just telling you now, you should divorce Catherine Schwarzenegger.
0: And get back with it. Because <laughs> I know you're listening to this podcast. Um, but yeah, as you said, he uh, was in Jurassic Park, which I actually really liked. And then he also played the voice of Emmett in the Lego movie. Yes. Which haven't seen that either, and Guardians of
1: the Galaxy we have to mention right,
0: and that wasn't on here, (laughs) which is really surprising. Yeah, (laughs) Mm. yeah. So anything that's not on this article, you can just chime in at any time. I I got you. Facts that you know.
1: No way too much about this (laughs) cast.
0: (laughs) So April, uh, who is played by Aubrey Plaza, Mm -hmm. um, so she has worked in film with a dozen different roles, including Lenore in Dirty Grandpa. Which that's where I recognized her. I couldn't yeah. think of how I, kn- I knew her from stuff, which I'm, I know she's in a lot of stuff. But yeah. that's definitely the one that, yeah.
1: She's like the queen of raunchy comedies. Like- <laughs> yeah, which,
0: I mean, who doesn't love a good raunchy comedy? And she also played Karen Bearclay in the remake of Child's Play. She plays Lenny Busker on Legion and has appeared in numerous television series, including Drunk History and Criminal Minds. <laughs> I'm trying to skip over of like people that we wouldn't. I, it's hard because I feel like a lot of this cast is still famous and doing yeah they do a lot yeah, so. like and
1: it's it's one of those things like where you know Adam Scott was in Big Little Lies on HBO with Reese Witherspoon and then Tom Haverford is he's on sorry is a comic and so he's c- continually doing stand-up and Netflix specials it's like everybody just has their own thing yeah. that it kind of seems like not that they haven't you know been um catapulted in the way that I think Chris Pratt really was by this show but they they still do very well in their own rights Retta who was Donna now has a, a comedy which I haven't seen a sitcom um Good girls. I think that's what it's called with the they're all moms who like start robbing banks and stuff. Yep. But like they're all just they're doing yeah. really well. It's just maybe not to the level that like I felt like all of them should have right, been. Right.
0: Yeah. I guess I'll finish it off with uh we'll do where Jerry is because I feel like he was at least in this episode kind of minor. He wasn't yeah. really like in in as much. And we'll do Donna and then we'll finish it off there because number one is Rob Lowe and everyone knows that he's still hot of shit and, you know, living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> so Jerry, who is played by Jim O'Hare. Mm hmm. He has been working in Hollywood since 1987, <laughs> and after the show ended, he appeared in a dozen films and television series, including Superior Donuts, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Bill That's Nye right. Saves the World. Fun
1: fact. Yeah. yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is another fabulous show for anyone who hasn't watched it. Um, it's a similar sitcom about like, friendship and just wonderful, wonderful Andy Samberg. It's great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then Donna... Is her name just Retta?
1: Yeah, I mean, she obviously has a full name, but her whole career, she's just gone by Retta. Yeah, I'm
0: like, hmm. Yeah. Anyway. She also started
1: as a stand-up comic and then got into TV.
0: So Donna, who is played by Retta, <laughs> no less. <laughs> I'm really bothered by this. If you tell. <laughs> uh, she continued to work up uh, work as, stand-up, as a stand-up comedian, as well as an actress in numerous films and TV series. She played Barbara on Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, for a bunch of episodes, plays Ruby Hill on Good Girls um, and was cast to play Mrs. Malenki on Pinky Malenki, which was released in January 2019. Hmm. I don't even know what that is. No idea what that is. Um, But good for her. Yeah. So this cast uh, compared to, I think we've only done this segment maybe once or twice since we decided that we were going to start doing it on the older shows. It seems like a lot of them are really popular still, and we know where a majority of them are. I think the whole, the fun part about this is the ones where, you know, they're older shows and you're like, dude, like, for instance, not to keep referencing The Office, but like, <laughs> The Office is like, where, where's Creed? Yeah. What's Creed doing? And Creed is still Creed in real life and he's doing stuff, but no one knows because he's under the radar. Yeah. But I guess Parks and Recs wins the battle of still being very successful, Their guess, <laughs> compared to The Office. Yeah, it
1: is funny because even with The Office, like you look at like Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. Is that her last mm-hmm. name? Like they have a they have a podcast, yep. which is wonderful. But like it, you haven't seen them in a ton of other things. It's like for some reason The Office was so like prolific in their lives that like yep. maybe it's hard to get cast as something else or move on or whatever but it is or
0: maybe they killed it so much financially that they don't have to work again
1: it's syndicated forever so they're definitely just going to keep getting those checks which is great um but yeah it's definitely interesting to like where where are you guys (laughs) like what's going on there was a moment when Chris Traeger who is Rob Lowe says to Aziz Ansari or Tom Haverford he has to give up his shares in the snake hole because government employees can't use their position to enhance their wealth (laughs) yeah (laughs) And I was like, oh, big yikes. It's, uh, it's December
0: 2019. Ooh. Yeah, I know. It's funny when stuff like that comes up in shows, but you watch it and like present and you're like,
1: yeah, I don't think you would have got away with that
0: one. Right. Or
1: like even like if they did say it now, it would be so pointed. And yeah. then it was just it's just a rule. Like yeah. it was so like harmless. And now you watch it like no. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big yikes.
0: Yeah. Well, that about wraps it up. Thank you so much, Allie, for joining thank us you for today. Me. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening and tune in for another episode next week. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.